Karen, hello, my favorite dog trainers. Thank you so much for everything and helping me have an awesome relationship with my dog, XOXO. Oh, Karen, well, you're quite welcome. It's like, this is the cool part about this, Karen, is like, I just keep putting out the same shit over and over and again. <laughs> it's like, you're the one doing the work. So let's not discount like you in, in all of this. Kudos for not getting sick of his voice yet, Karen. No, but um, yeah, like half the room right now. So it's, <laughs> it's the kind of thing where that's, that's actually, it's less than half the room because the dogs, Mm. They don't. They're not sick of my voice yet. So, so like one eighth of the room. So one eighth of the room. So it's the kind of thing where I really want owners, owners that are being owners that watch our videos and that are successful. It's like I really want them to give themselves some kudos because they're the ones that are doing the work, and it is work. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. Sure is. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, everybody. How's everyone doing? This is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. And, ooh, we got frowny faces already. Awesome. Mm. That's so nice. Oh, someone doesn't like us. Um, Poo-poo. Um, so uh, this is Joelle. I am Jeff. This is the What Would Jeff Do show, which we answer your questions on how to stop unwanted behaviors, which is such a touchy subject these days. Like, my gosh. Bunch of sensitive God forbid people. you bonk a dog to stop him from attacking a child. You know, let's flip this. Like, I guess you don't care about people in wheelchairs being pulled out. Like, how cold and uncaring of you because you bonked the dog, Jeff. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Anyway, we're just responding to a bunch of hate that we just get. It's like, it's okay, you know, sort of. Um, anyway, we answer your dog training questions on how to stop unwanted behaviors. And that's what we do. And that's what we're really good at. Because that's why people kill their dogs, um, put down their dogs, kill the dogs. It's all the same thing. Um, that's why they rehome their dogs. That's why they live a life of misery. And we don't want you to do that. You know, we don't want you to do that. We want you to actually have a better life with your dog. Um, we want you to have a better life. You as a human being to have a better life. Things are like my real mission is, is like, I just want people to have better lives and by helping them with their dogs, it really gives them a better life. Um, it's really, really important that, that people can find those answers because those answers don't seem to be out there. Right. They just don't. I read some assessment today of a dog and I read like all the protocols that the owners are supposed to do. And I'm like, wow, like, how is that even possible? And not once does it mention like telling the dog no. Mm. It's like that doesn't work. Like your dog that wants to bite your kid, like it's not gonna it's not gonna work. So anyway, so hope everyone's doing okay today. Um, it's getting nice out here, at least in Providence, which is really wow. really nice. Gosh, what a what a game what a game changer! What a game changer! So Joel's gonna read the questions. I'll answer your questions. They're sort of short though. They're not full. We can't really give you full answers because it's, it's only a one-hour show. So that's why a lot of people do one-on-one -on -one consults, which are dramatically helpful. I did three today. One of them was like, oh, my gosh, like this stuff's actually working great. Our life has dramatically changed. I mean, they all say that, but the last one I did um, about an hour ago was just really dramatic. So that was really, really good. All right. So here we go. I'll let you control the Don't buttons. Touch. I did. I didn't. Did you notice how I, like, started to touch <laughs> the buttons and then I pulled away? It's like... I was almost going to say I pulled out, but let's we'll wait until like 15 minutes in the show before we get gross. 
All righty. Kathy B says, hi, J&J, Melissa, and all in chat. Hey, everybody. How are you? Hey, Melissa. Hey, Kathy B. Camila. Hi, guys. Hello, Camila. Mavis says, hey, guys. Hey, Mavis. Camila, how do I get my reactive dog to not to be not only non-reactive, but also calm with other dogs? Well, that's two major things, like two separate things. Because even there's like non-reactive dogs that are still not calm. They're yeah. just excited. So number one, let's stop the excitement. Let's start there. To me, let's stop, start there. So, cause, cause you can stop all that arousal. So number one, you have to learn how to stop reactivity. So first start identifying the first signs of reactivity. That's where you start. Like, okay, you're about to be reactive. And that's when then you apply your punisher. And when I use the word punisher, if you're brand new to my show, a punisher is not a, you're not mad, you're not upset, you're not concerned. Um, and I, that's the wrong word, not concerned, you're not angry. It's just matter of fact, you can't do that. And it's not a bad thing, guys. We really have got to understand that it's not a bad thing. And there's so many folks out there that are against like this concept of like a bonker, a remote collar, a prong collar. But meanwhile, you're like yelling at your dogs all the time. Or you're like holding your dog's back by its flat buckle collar as it chokes itself trying to get to the other dog. Mm. You do realize that's causing more discomfort to your dog than the things that we would do. I mean, imagine a dog that's like pulling towards another dog and it takes you, say, two minutes to get out of that situation. But meanwhile, the whole time it's like pulling towards the dog. Mm. Our corrections like, so you're choking your dog for two minutes. Mm -hmm. You don't think you are. You might not admit you are. But if you just watch the video, it's like, no, your dog is choking and it's doing it for two minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so why not just apply a one second correction to stop it? I just don't understand. I don't understand it. It's so weird. Like when the dog does it, it's okay. But when we do it, it's not okay. Yeah. It's just so interesting. But when we do it, it changes the dog's behavior. When the dog does it, it doesn't change their behavior. Reinforces it. Yeah. It reinforces it big time. It actually kicks into their drive. It actually makes them actually want to do it more. It's actually how you train a protection dog. You hold it back from what it wants. And then it hopes that one day you'll release. And then it goes after it. I think that's what they use for protection work. So so first identify the um, loading, what it's called, the loading. And then you apply your punisher correction. Call it what you want. And that could be a remote collar, a leash pop, a bonker. Next Sarah Bug Art, hello everyone. Hey, how are you? Julie, my pup is potty trained. Can he sleep in my bed now? He sleeps in a kennel now quietly. You can do whatever you want. Five months old. You can do anything you want. If you want to sleep with your five month old dog, but it's not about the potty training. How about separation anxiety? How about resource guarding? How about aggression? But if you want to sleep with your dog, you absolutely can sleep with your dog. But you should know how to stop all those things. So do you know how to stop separation anxiety? If you do, awesome. Do you know how to stop resource guarding? The dog resource guarding you. Meaning if somebody walks up to you and tries to shake your hand, give you a hug, um, to have a close conversation with you, and your dog growls and bites them, do you know how to stop that? Um, do you know how to stop separation anxiety in the crate? I think I already said that. Um, do you know how to stop leash reactivity where your dog, it, it, some of it can be a form of resource guarding as well as dogs and people are passing you by, your, might, your dog might try to guard you. So the crate is not just for housebreaking issues. The, the crate is a leadership exercise. But if you know how to stop all those things, you can do what you want. It's your dog. You can do what you want. So that's that. You know that's up to you. 
I would personally, though, say not to because most people don't know how to stop all those things. But your dog, your rules. Next. Lindsay, should hackles up always be corrected in any situation? Not necessarily. Hold on, I'm not done yet. Oh, sorry. Meeting a new dog, greeting people that come to the house. I've heard they should always be corrected and means dominance and aggression. Well, it doesn't mean dominance and aggression. Um, it means arousal. You know what I mean? It means your dog is aroused, excited. Um, it could be the precursor to like, sure, your dog attacking a human or a dog. Absolutely. It could be a, a, a precursor to your dog barking out the window. Absolutely. But it also could be a precursor to your dog just like excited to be in different situations. Um, all depends on what your dog's behavior. So it's like, is it okay to have like one drink tonight? It's like, sure, one drink is fine. No, you're an alcoholic. You can't have one drink because it doesn't stop at one drink. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like being a, like there's no such thing as a casual heroin user. Right. It's like it doesn't work that way. So, um, again, what's the behavior? So I need there's like a lot more um, information. It's like, doctor, every time I have a cup of coffee, I get a pain in my eye. Is that bad? Well, if you take the spoon out of the cup and the, and the, and the spoon stops poking in the eye, well, then, no, everything's fine. I don't know. Maybe that's the, a bad example, but it's like I have no idea what that had to do with anything. It's because I just wanted to slide that in there, baby. That's what she said. Next, <laughs> you beat me to it. Oh, no, beat me to the punch, <laughs> Mavis. Love your videos. I've got an eighteen-month-old pit who yanks himself senseless on the prong. The excitement takes over and nothing stops him. It's when we go on family walks with the kids. Yeah, so the kids are, you know, the kids are definitely adding a definite excitement level. Usually just like more than one person will add an excitement level to it. So just keep in mind that the, the prong is just a tool that communicates the training. You still have to have an active role in the training. So number one, when you start the walk, start it calm. How do you start it calm? By actually correcting the dog's excitement. You guys can you just please understand you can correct excitement. You won't ruin your dog. You won't build a bad relationship. It's not abusive. Um, the dog won't hate you. The dog won't hate the kids. Dog, like all this stuff that you keep hearing out there is false. It's just actually not true. Um, because what's going to happen is if it's a larger dog or even a smaller dog, you're going to like ruin your arm. Like we have a dog here now that's like pulled its owner's arm out of its socket. It's like she's just recovering still. And it's been a long time. But it's a big dog. Like dogs cause lots of injuries. You can trip over your dog. You know, so many things can happen. Next. 981 Charlie, who does the paintings in your background? Um, Aaron Freeland. Aaron Freeland. Aaron paints. Aaron took your dog. Aaron took your dog. Aaron took your dog. Thank you. King Midas, historically, what is your skunk protocol? My dog has a great recall, but he saw the skunk before I did and got sprayed last Ooh, night. Any tips? So um, tomato juice doesn't work, mm -mm. you know. So no, isn't it like uh, peroxide, peroxide? Peroxide and Dawn liquid detergent, I think, works, and maybe one other ingredient. Um, what's my skunk protocol? <laughs> Don't get sprayed by them and avoid them. You know what I mean? So, teaching your dog a damn good out, teaching your dog a damn good recall, um, uh, and being really quick on the draw and shooting the skunk before it gets to your dog. You know, I mean, um, teaching your dog out is really important. It's almost like rattlesnake training. Next. 
Turb. Hey, hey, are there any trainers you recommend that are in North Carolina? Can you list one or two? Um, I don't normally name trainers on my social media platforms. Um, I don't know what you I don't know what the issues you're struggling with are either. So I'm sure there's lots of trainers in North Carolina. What I would do is I'd Google it. I'd go to their social media pages. Most people right now have got Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook and see what they do and see if any of them align with what you're with what you're struggling with and you connect with them and then um, give them a call and feel them out. Um, I mean, I think most people now are putting up enough content out there to get a feel for them. Next. Karen, hello, my favorite dog trainers. Thank you so much for everything and helping me have an awesome relationship with my dog, XOXO. Oh, Karen, well, you're quite welcome. It's like, this is the cool part about this, Karen, is like, I just keep putting out the same shit over and over and again. <laughs> it's like, you're the one doing the work. So let's not discount like you in, in all of this. Kudos for not getting sick of his voice yet, Karen. No, but um, yeah, like half the room right now. So it's, <laughs> it's the kind of thing where that's, that's actually, it's less than half the room. Because the dogs, mm. they don't, they're not sick of my voice yet. So, so like one eighth of the room. So one eighth of the room. So it's the kind of thing where I really want owners, owners that are being, owners that watch our videos and that are successful. It's like. I really want them to give themselves some kudos because they're the ones that are doing the work and it is work. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. Sure is. Next. Kristen. Hey, J and J. Thank you for all your perseverance. Love your content. And so thankful. You're welcome. So interesting. The, we got a lot of love mass, tonight. Massive hate today from random freaking people, but the people who know us, like us, trust us. Yeah. But that's because there's this one video just being circulated today, yeah. like big time, you know, and it's, it's all, I saw that too. And it's, it's a little and fuzz it, in front of and it's, it's just really, really sad because people are afraid to do the research next. Lori, hey, Jane J. Why do people believe that if they tire a dog out, it will not misbehave? It's been 60 in Southwest Virginia here all week. Well, Lori, one of the things is because there's a there's a famous cliche, a tired dog is a good dog. good dog or a happy dog or a well-behaved dog. A tired dog is a tired dog. That's it. Just tired. It, when it wakes up in the morning, it's still got the same, the, the same thing. That's like saying, you know, a drunk is tired. It's like, no, the drunk is passed out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so a drunk is quiet. It's like, well, no, they're passed out. I don't know, you know. So it's the kind of thing where they wake up. Great in the, analogies. Tonight. I don't know. They're, 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 I'm gonna buy you a little like. <laughs> Like a little analogy box, like something. Yeah. I get a quarter for every good analogy I put in of a dollar at the end of the week. Yeah. Next. Barista boy. Hey, JJ, working on recall now that reactivity is improving. And when I call him, he flings toward me and I reward doing really well. Although I feel like I'm not getting in enough reps with Stim. So get in more reps. So get in more reps. I mean, no, because he's doing so well. So you can go to oh, in intermittent oh, oh, Stim. Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. So, so just. Stim anyway. If you're at working level, stim anyway. Stim anyway, and the dog will be like, shit, didn't, I didn't beat the stim. But it's at working level. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. People have to remember that, like, like working level stim is very, very similar to, like, just a little bit of leash pressure. Next. Gray Wolf Canine, greetings. Keep up the content. We, the trainers here, learn so much. Oh, awesome. That's good to know. It's good to know. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. You know who's really said that once before is Sean, my buddy Sean from The Good Dog. It's like, since we've been doing this for 15 years, and we, I've been doing this way before people actually even had the balls to put shit out at all. It's like you've influenced so many people's lives, you know, in a positive way. Like trainers, like to put more work out there. Mm -hmm. And um, 
And it, it has, it has. It's like, thank you for, I get that a lot. Thank you for giving me the courage to put my work out there. So, but thank you guys for having the courage, right? Not even just dog trainers. Though. I think it's just in general, like you've pushed me to put my personal training stuff out. That's true. I didn't have the balls to do it before. No, you did not. That was a, <laughs> that was a, that was, it was, it was short of a holding a gun to your head, that conversation, <laughs> but you're doing great. Thanks. I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you. Next. Eric Stambro. Hey, Eric. Good evening, folks. Would love to see a video about the Halty SP, like spatial pressure usage and which dogs you decide to use them on. Um, yeah, some of the dogs just for some, there's 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 some really good Halty videos out there. Eric, probably like because no dogs are on them right now. Um, we we use like we're open to all tools like, you know, but um, there's definitely some people out there that are like Halty experts. I love them. Yeah. So. Um, I would I would try to gravitate towards those videos. Um, I know Gary Wilkes um, is like swears by by head halters, so he he might be a good person to um, um, to tune into. Um, but right now we have no one. We, we've got nobody on one. I guess we can just make make a video, but we're so behind. Next. Oh God, I'm like let's choke. <laughs> um, That's what she said. <laughs> Brianna. Hey, J&J, my dog gets spayed on Monday. How do you suggest I keep up my training so she doesn't fall behind while also letting her recover? Will two weeks of going easy negatively affect her training? No, I mean, just have her do place command and downstays and relax and let the little lady have some rest. Yeah. Yeah. Barista boy, after command, because he's already coming toward me, I'm confused. Where am I at, I guess? Oh, we already said that. Intermittent stim for prompt like he's not being able to get stim in for recall because the dog's doing so well right so every now and again just just stim. just stim yeah um melissa posted the link to your patreon channel along with a thing for your zoom yeah for my zooms which i'm only doing on tuesdays now yeah. oh yeah 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 to thursdays have become just so busy yeah, yeah. Lindsay. dog going on a walk and she starts to pant when she sees other dogs never reacts remains in a heel so the loud panting be corrected? She's getting worked up, but never reacts. So I would. The worked up part. The worked up part, yeah, because that could lead eventually to reactivity. It might not. It might not. But it's definitely, excuse me, when you start seeing a change in your dog's behavior like that, that could eventually, if you let it go, get out of hand. So I would, so I would do that. Amanda, are you still planning to be in Detroit in August? Yeah. Yep. So far. Actually, I emailed them today just to check in with them because I think they're closed. Yeah, they are. I think the establishment's closed right now. Mm. Like, because Michigan is, I think, got some stricter rules right now. So I'm planning on being in it. I'm the first three we've got coming up are just show up. Hey guys, we're here. No, we won't do that. But the <laughs> first three are Portland, Detroit, and then somewhere else. I forgot. Maybe it's at Eric's place. Is it Ohio? Is it New Jersey? New Jersey, Mantalk, Man Mantua. 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 Yes. Thank you. Mantalk. Mantalk. We'll be in Mantalk, Long Island. Montauk. Montauk. Yeah. We'll just take the ferry over. The Long Island ferry. He's, hey guys, we're Jeff here. has no idea where we're gonna be. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> he just makes shit up. I don't. Imaginary cities. Thomas, hi again from Ireland. Stay safe, you guys. Hope Joelle has caught up on her sleep. Have. You were so tired the other I night. I was exhausted. You were exhausted. I had such a headache. I know. People, it was people, a wreck. I know. People have to realize that it's like you start your you start your day at like four in the morning. We both do. We yeah. start our days at four in the morning. 
and, and, and me last night, no dogs were bad as far as like keeping me up. One dog stood up a couple of times. Um, so I've got a, I've got the video camera on the dogs with the volume on so I can hear any rustling. And I think that threw me off. I might turn the, um, the, uh, uh, the sound down. The reason why I leave the sound on is because there's like a fan in my room, three fans in this room and one huge air circulator outside. Like I, it overpowers me hearing the dog sometimes, but still you want to correct that unwanted behavior. Next. Jamie. Is a roll of newspaper okay to use? Could you list the Punishers? Well, I mean, um, we don't use a roll of newspaper. Um, but w for Punishers, I mean, anything that's intolerable to a dog. So you've got, what, water bottles. Some people use penny cans. Some people use, um, you know, remote cowers. Some people use a leash and a collar. Some people use remote, did I already say remote cowers? A bonker. Yes. Bonker, which is a wrapped up towel. Squirt I mean, bottle. Squirt bottle. Um, am I against a newspaper? You know, I'm actually not. We don't use them, but like... I'm not. I mean, this is the thing. It's like, where did we go? Where did we as a society go start going wrong? And I'm going to say wrong because it is wrong not to correct your dog and hold your dog accountable. Where did we go wrong? When? When did we feel that it was okay for your dog to like jump on grandma or like growl at you while you're feeding it or like drag you down the street or like attack dogs, attack dogs, bite people, bite people. Like, at what point did we feel, and people feel strongly about it because they make up all these excuses? Like, like where did we go wrong that that was okay, and that you shouldn't hold your dog accountable? Like, no. in the last twenty years, maybe thirty years, but it's like, guy, you have to stop these behaviors. You'll end up with a dead dog. And why don't people, why aren't people concerned about the person or the dog on the other end of that bad behavior? And then why aren't people concerned about the owner that owns the dog, that owns this badly behaved dog? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like to own a dog that you can't take for a walk because it's leash reactive, pulls on the leash, or um, uh, tries to bite people and dogs. It sucks. Yeah. And everyone will put, oh, it's because you raised the dog wrong. It's like, have you ever actually thought that, no, actually, that's the way that the dog came to them? And they've been told not to correct those things by trainers, right. which is what the MO is. But you have to. And you can have a whole nother life with your dog. So we don't use newspapers, but I'm not against, you know, correcting your dog. If that's what, if that, put it this way, if it works for you, go ahead. Um, Sarah Bug Art, Kenai has made lots of progress, but his biggest issue we struggle with is aggression to people coming in the home. He settles after a few hours, but it's a huge mess at first. I'm unsure what I'm missing. So that's that's a big issue, actually. So obviously you know that. That's why you're on the show. So to me, you're probably missing a really powerful, you know, punisher when people come in the home. So you should really make it suck for your dog to probably, I imagine your dog's probably exploding, like this this explosion, you should make that act suck. And then step two would be, now go lie down and relax. That's what you wanna do. And a lot of people will say, oh no, when people come in the home, have them throw them cookies. Throw okay. treats in the air. Now, 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 and listen, like if that worked, if that worked, and I bet you it has worked with some dog out there, but I would, suggest to do that but it's not working 
So what do you do? You make it suck to behave that way. That's what you do. And then the dog goes, oh, I guess I shouldn't do that. But everybody, for some reason, still thinks that that's like going to make, you know, the dog like this horrific dog. More aggressive. More it's, like, aggressive. it's already aggressive. But also it's like, how about Sarah? Like, doesn't anybody care about Sarah Bugart? Like, I care about her so much that I want it to stop tomorrow. Next. Barista boy. Also, when he's on a scent and I recall, he will turn and then kind of veer off and I don't have a good grip on the leash. Tips? That's when you do your NCS stim, barista boy. Right there. Is that barista boy that asked that? Yeah. Yeah, that's when you use your NCS stim. Yeah. Come on. Come on. But why don't you have a good grip on the leash too? Right. So have a better grip on the leash. <laughs> Next. Barista boy. You know You've better. been on here long enough. He goes better. I he think does. he just said that just to get that reaction. Yes. Probably. <laughs> Are you messing with us? You're fucking with us. Are you, he's trying to probably try to get a rant out of us. <laughs> Who was it that used to get a rant out of us? Blessing. Blessing. I'm just going to say something just so Jeff goes off for half the show. Can't reasonably discipline kids or dogs. Most wonder why the world's going to hell. Sending love to y'all. Always look forward to videos and live chats. Thanks. I think, Terry, I, I think that if you read the newspaper, watch the news, you think the world is going to hell. That's true. But if you don't, I think, you know, there's so many nice you people. You can live in a world of make-believe. But there, yeah, you could, you could just like. Just, like that meme. Yeah. But I, I really, I mean, I really think that there's a lot of great people out there doing wonderful things. There are. And they're just afraid to say what's on their mind, you know, but there really, really is. And you just have to surround yeah. yourself with those people. It's true. Jeffrey, hey, JJ, keep rocking on. Hey, Jeffrey. And, and, and. My heart goes out to you immensely, Jeffrey, and um, uh, uh, it really, really does because you don't deserve what's going through you right now. And um, and boy, I'm getting the shrapnel effect of that shit today. I'll tell you that much. So just keep keep plugging away, keep plugging away. It's all you can do. Keep helping so many people. Next, Demon Dog Buddy. Hey J and J, how do you correct whining when seeing another dog? He rarely does mm -hmm. it now, but sometimes he whines a lot from seeing a random calm dog walking toward us and almost breaks heel. How to stop it? So that's not the worst thing. I mean, he almost breaks heel, which he doesn't, and he's whining. So just a remote cower stim would work. Remote cower stim would work. Next. Scott, has there ever been a dog that you couldn't fix? If so, what was that experience like? Well, fix, I hate the word fix. I really, really do, because they're dogs. So, and that's like saying, are there humans that you can't fix? It's like, we're human. You know, has there been a dog that, okay, there's a couple of different things, a couple of different variables. Have I, I'll speak just for me, have I worked with dogs that I could not get up to a level of safety that I thought was acceptable to survive in the world that wouldn't endanger humans and dogs? Absolutely. A hundred percent. What did you do? Me personally, I've had to put dogs down. Two dogs that I've owned that I've had that I could not get up to a level of safety that was I felt was responsible. And not too many trainers will admit that because it's an ego thing, right? It's an ego thing. And then um, for clients, there are absolutely dogs who we've made tremendously better, but um, in the amount of time that we have, I, we, I couldn't get them up to the level of expectation that I had. Now, that's because one, you don't know where you're going to be until you start working the dog. 
you don't know. It's sort of like when you meet someone like like Roger Bannister, who broke the four-minute mile. He was the first person to break the four-minute mile. He did it in like 359.9 or something like that. Like, did his coach know, or if he had a coach, did he know? I think he did know, like, I'm going to break the four-minute mile, like, right from the get-go. But, like, does somebody know that they're going to make, like, I'm going to be the greatest, I don't follow sports, but the greatest basketball player ever, you know? Um, or does it just happen next? Candice. Hi, guys. Thanks for having these Q&As. I'm sending my pop to a board and train for three weeks soon. I'm wondering what sort of things I need to be aware of for when he comes home for an easier transition. I understand I'm prepared to continue training for when he comes home and for life. I'm worried that he will, when he comes home, he'll go back to old habits. He's a 21-week Weimariner. He'll be 24 weeks when he goes to the board and train. It will be 27 weeks when he comes back. So, Ken, it's all good questions. So, I'm glad that you're thinking like this already. But these are also questions that you should be asking your trainer because they're going to help you get out of that. Number one... Your dog is young. It's not too young to go to a boarding train, but it's young. So even if you didn't take your dog to a boarding train, like what behaviors are going to be at 27 weeks and what behaviors are going to be at 40 weeks? Like you can have a different dog no matter how well you train. The biggest thing is, is setting down firm boundaries right from the get-go. Like these are the rules. So you should be doing a reboot yourself like while your dog is there for the three weeks. But this is something you should also be asking the trainer because they might train a little bit differently and have different philosophies and different like ways of doing things as most trainers do. Um, so you're going to, you're going to want to make sure that like, don't allow the dog to go into those bad habits. Just don't allow the dog to do it and then learn how to like tell your dog to cut the shit next. 499 top chat from holding on dog training, really struggling with a little unpredictable biter. Yeah. He's serious working on muzzle conditioning, but he needs a family not confidence will pass on. Yeah. And we, I missed you um, Tuesday, um, Ashley. So the question was, she needs a family that. No, the dog needs a family. Right. And she's not sure. I mean, if any of the stuff she's doing will pass on. Well, yeah, I mean, some of it, but, but, but what you need to do is, you, you know, consider the dogs that you take, Ashley, you need to sort of have like this stockpile of families that have worked with challenging dogs. Mm. And I'm serious about that. It's like, line up, folks. Who wants a dog that like, like, tell me about the last dog that you had. Oh, it was a dog and it bit for the first, you know, six months and we did this, 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 and it stopped. And I'm like, well, whatever happened? Oh, we had it for 10 years and it died a natural death. Oh, awesome. I think you'd be a good candidate, you know? And it's like, or you find something that's like, oh, we're a first time dog owner. It's like, nope, wrong, yeah. wrong dog, wrong dog for you, wrong dog for you. So, but there's definitely people out there that, that have worked with dogs that have struggled. Next. Uh, Philippe, hi from Portugal. Hey, Philippe, how are you? Blake, I saw a post today that said we should stop the fireworks on the 4th because it scares too many dogs. It really got to me. Well, we should probably stop garbage trucks from going down the street too. Cause that gets to people. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you this much. We should stop them in my neighborhood. <laughs> I'll tell you that much because my whole house shakes because they use commercial grade fireworks. Like these are not stuff you buy at those tents on the side of the road. Yeah, no. This is like mortars. <laughs> this is like, let me see your pyrotechnic license on this one. I mean, they're really like they're professional grade fireworks being blown off across the street from me. Oh it's like, where like this, I mean, I'm being, I'm being serious too. It's like, you need, you actually need a license to blow these off. 
and there's no way that these people have them. And then, um, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. When they when they banned them in Rhode Island or made them illegal, and then they remade them legal in 2012, I think it's like, man, what a shit show! What a shit show! But the thing with New England is, it's like even if it's illegal, you just drive to New Hampshire or wherever and get them and bring them back, and you just do it anyway. Even if it's illegal, you just go to go to Tony down the street. Right. You don't even have so to go like to New Hampshire. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like to, to ban them in New England. All the states are so close. I know. Amanda, my dog has his head on a swivel while walking. He doesn't break heel, but perks up on things he sees. People, dogs, rabbits. Should I correct him or allow him to look since there's no reaction? So that's a good question, Amanda. Number one, I don't know how old your dog is. But to me, I think dogs should be a little bit more aware of who's holding the leash. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think dogs should be a little bit more handler aware. So I don't mind a dog looking at stuff. But if it's like always scanning that could lead to future behaviors. You know what it also can do? When the dog is off leash, it might F up your recall because the dog is like so occupied by um, other things that it goes deaf when, when, when you recall the dog. So what I would do is, excuse me, I would try to clean that up a little bit. Next. Mm. Hustle, soul, desire. Not really a training question, but hopefully Jeff answers it. I have a female, Roddy, which both of you have helped me train, but she's two years old in five days, and she's 65 pounds, trying to get her to gain weight. Wait, wait. Probably confidence. Of course, of course I'll answer it. Unless you ask me a political question, you know? So um, the, the, the thing is, to gain confidence, if that's what that says, it's think about over, under, through. Like going over things, under things, through things. But also think about just... Wait. Trying to get her to gain weight. Oh, wow. Thanks for all you do for the dog community. Oh, just feed her more. Feed her fatty foods. Like, so they, they make us actually a, a weight gainer powder. Like, there are dogs out there that just don't gain weight. Yeah, that weight gainer that we use sometimes is good. Yeah. And do you know the name of it? Comes in a black canister, <laughs> which a lot of I stuff have no does. no idea so, what it's called. So there is weight gainer powder out there, and the issue is is that if you feed your dog more food, it just craps more. So you got to be careful or it gets diarrhea. So you got to yeah. be careful. Um, but they make a, um, and then there's also super nutrient food that you can do. Like there's coconut oil or pig. Um, pork fat. Pork fat. There's pork fat. Um, but some dogs have really bad reactions to that. Like they get, they get, they get the shits next Barista boy, sister's dog came over, puppy, and they had a healthy play session. When at the water, though, he low growled with his ears covering his face, and the puppy moved away. Is this good, or should I have corrected? No, that's great. That's wonderful. I'm glad the puppy moved away. The puppy's, the puppy's understanding, like, ooh, I understand animal communication. Someone's got to growl, so I'm glad the dog did. Yep. I got bumped. Sorry. That's nah, okay. Gotta find my spot. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, if the dog started resource guarding certain things and attacking the puppy, we don't want that. I'm not against all growling. Okay. I you know, my, I so next. Melissa posted the link to my Patreon channel. Thank oh, you, Melissa. That's nice of you, Melissa. Cammy, I'm not a happy mama right now. I just had to break a fight between my girls because I allow one of my girls to join me on the couch. The girls are fine now, by the way. Soaking wet up fine. Huh? What the hell does that mean? Soaking wet up fine. Soaking wet but fine. From like being hosed down from filled with blood. 
I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe she poured lemonade on top of them to cool them off. Why is cold lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> so she's drinking her wine. It's hey, right. Cut the shit. That's right. Shh. Rose. Oh. <laughs> when did your dog stop fighting? When they were drunk enough. So I think um number one, it sounds like one of your dogs is resource guarding you. So what I would do is I would teach the out command. And the out command means get out of here. And you can role play that. And it's very, just to let people know, there's a very common scenario is you're petting one dog. Another dog walks over to you. Couch or no couch, doesn't matter. And the dog that you're petting actually attacks the dog that comes over. Very, very common scenario. So we teach the out command for that. Next. Um, Breeze the boy getting chickens. Should I make him suspicious of them or practice recalling him off? Both. Suspicious. Suspicious? How about death? <laughs> Breeze the boy. How about? <laughs> He's killing. <laughs> so Breeze the boy is like, all of a sudden his, his dog, his dog comes out in like a Sherlock Holmes outfit. <laughs> I was thinking that. Like, He's like, the hat. it was the hat. I was thinking the hat. I was thinking, I was thinking the hat. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking the hat. And, I was thinking, like and I'm thinking plaid. So. And, and this is the thing. It's like, geez, what's up with that outfit? I'm suspicious of those chickens. <laughs> so what I would do is, <laughs> what I would do is this. Let's make your dog afraid of those chickens. How about that? Okay. So let's make your dog afraid of those chickens. So there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can have your dog like, I don't want to go anywhere near those chickens. Or you can have your dog go, the chickens don't bother me. <laughs> Historically, we work with dogs that want to kill chickens. So what we do is we make them like afraid of the chickens. Next. The last time we went to your house, we tried proofing the group we had with us off the chickens. And none of them gave a shit. None. They're like, what chickens? Right. <laughs> Completely avoiding them. I'm like, have you guys already encountered chickens before? Well, maybe I should have taken a chicken out of its coop and let it <laughs> run around the yard. And let's see what would have happened. Yeah. Um... Wilhelmina says peroxide, baking soda, and Dawn detergent. Baking soda. That's what we missed. Ah, Thank baking you. soda. Jordan Thanks, says Wilhelmina. hi. Hey, Jordan. How are hi, you? Hi, Jordan. Hater Slayer. Howdy, y'all. I have three Instagram pages. One personal and two for my business. I follow you on all three. Oh, wow. Look at that. I was wondering why we had three followers. <laughs> That's great. Now we know. Uh, Jordan says hi. Gretchen hey, says hi. Hey, Gretchen. Lisa, I have an Aussie. I can't stop her from jumping on company. You have helped my parents and daughter dog, Theron. So what I would do is, well, Lisa, I've got a video, specific video on how to stop jumping. It actually takes seconds to do. And this is the philosophy. You make jumping suck. It just, it's, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. And, I, and, and all that other stuff that you hear about jumping just doesn't work. Like turn your back. Please don't turn your back on, on your jumping dog. It'll look like you just spent the night in Amsterdam, you know, <laughs> and you still have no money in your pocket. So, you know, or, you know, ignore the dog or teach the dog to sit. Like, no, how about make, make jumping suck and the dog stops and it's not mean to do. Who is that? That's Bert. What's that? Oh, he's wandering oh. around. Um, um, it's not mean to do. It's actually the kindest thing you can do to your dog is to, is to teach your dog not to jump on people. Next. Kristen, Joelle, you need a bell to ring every time Jeff has a good joke or analogy. It would never stop ringing. That's not true. Jeff's just so brilliant. No. All the jokes well, and all the analogies. But no, not true. I could just do it like ding, ding, ding. I just do it with my voice. Annoying as fuck. Yeah, annoying as fuck. Ding, ring. Right. Ring, ring. That's actually, 
Those were all annoying, all three of those. <laughs> Camila, how can I teach my dog a reliable fetch? Well, I don't, there's something called forced fetch. I actually don't teach that. I don't teach that. And people are like, you can't teach fetch. I'm like, sorry, but fetch don't keep a dog alive. No, I don't teach fetch. But there's some really good videos out there on forced fetch. And that's what it is. I just happen to have high drive balls. And I'm the guy. You that, have high drive balls? Yes, I do. My balls are so fucking high drive. <laughs> it's like when, I, when, I, when I'm in a car, I fucking just go like this because my balls are driving for me. So, so I shouldn't even say. I've got high drive dogs. <laughs> I've got some really high drive dogs. So I did, I just happen to be the guy that's throwing the balls. Okay. <laughs> I can't, I can't read. I have tears in my eyes. Hold on. Come on. It's a professional show. <laughs> Let's go. My border collie has become very attached to my husband since being home due to the pandemic. Yeah. Can't go from room to room without him being attached to his hip. He will place for me, not so much for my husband. So I think, number one, um, your you have to have a conversation she with She also you. says she loves you and Sean. Oh, thank you. So um, um, I think what you need to do is have a conversation with your husband. And you might not even realize this. But it's not good to have because the dog can start getting – after this pandemic is over um, – uh, we'll get another one coming in a couple of months anyway, so don't worry. So after this pandemic is over, um, what you're going to have is a dog that possibly um, is going to have separation anxiety. That's possibly eventually going to resource guard your husband from you. We've seen that. So talk to your husband about the place command. He just might not know. He just might not know. He might, he might enjoy it. He might enjoy it. You know, he's home. He's got the dog. You know, you know, it gives him comfort. He just might be enjoying it. He just might not know. Next. Sarah, I love what you do. People are too afraid to discipline their dogs. I'm a manager at a shelter, and most of the dogs would never wind up here if people put in the slightest effort to train their dogs. I'm utilizing some of your methods with success and some difficult shelter dogs. Thank you. So, so Sarah, kudos to you because you've got a difficult job. But I will just say, I don't want to put all this blame on owners. I really, really don't. I'm sure you're, so your view is going to be skewed because like you're the one that gets these dogs turned in. And so it's like your view towards humans is going to be skewed, right? It's because like, you're like, what the fuck? You could have stopped this, but you have to also remember, like take a step back off the front lines and like, look at the information that owners are getting. It's really bad, mm. right? It's really bad. Like chances are everything that you're doing that's making these dogs better, they've been told not to do. Mm -hmm. They've been told not only not don't do it, but it'll make their dog worse. Meanwhile, look what happened. They had to, sh they had to shelter, you know, turn the dog into a shelter. So it's like, I know like all this information that you're told, like all this stuff that we spew for some reason, people that are doing it, the majority of them that are doing it proper are having a better relationship with their dog, but the people that are not doing it, that hear about it, think it's wrong and then will be hateful. It's like, why is that? Why is there such a big disconnect? Yes. Yeah, why is there such a big disconnect between the people that are actually doing it? It's like the man in the arena speech. If you haven't ever listened to that, you should really listen to it. It's like, you know, it's like people in the trenches actually know. 
And then when yeah. you when you challenge them on that, like, okay, we'll explain, like, that's my latest thing. I'll ask people, well, can you please explain to me step-by-step step how to stop jumping on a dog? Like, someone will say that. Like, they'll make a comment on one of my videos about, like, that's mean and cruel and abusive. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's your opinion. And facts don't care about your feelings. And then, then it's, please explain to me, and I'm really nice about it. Please explain to me step-by-step step, how to stop a jumping dog. Mm -hmm. And then they'll come back with an insult. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm an asshole, but please explain to me how to step-by-step step, how to stop a jumping dog. Yeah. Because that's what people really want. Yep. They want answers. They want answers. Mm -hmm. and, that, and, and that's, and that's, that's live, called living in reality is that people want answers to their problems. They want problems fixed. So they actually can have a better dog. So it's like, look in the mirror. Like, who's the asshole next? $14.99 top chat from Dino. <clears throat> dog was around the shed, found a stray litter of kittens. He killed one of them. Yep. Is this just dogs being dogs or should I be worried? Impulse control, anything you advise? He did drop it with command. So I don't, I hate that. I don't want to use the, okay. Is it a dog being a dog killing an animal? Yes, it is. Absolutely. And, and the cool part about your question is, do you know, is that's why when people say, let dogs be dogs, like really? Yeah. You sure about that? They make some pretty silly decisions. You sure you really want the dog to be a dog? Yep. Because why? It's going to bite things that it wants moved away from it. Like your kids. Like your spouse. It's or going, chase and kill things for fun. Like right. Kittens. It, it's like, yeah, like eating kittens is fun. It's a food source. Killing chickens is fun. Bunnies, birds. Everything. Everything. Jumping up on people. You know, that's all. That's fun to do. Barking all night. That's fun to do. Are we sure we really want that? Jumping out your window. While you're driving, mm. are we sure we want dogs to be dogs? Shredding up pillows, yeah. adjusting shit. Running away and not coming back for three to four days. Looking for stuff to eat, kill, and have fun with. Are we sure we want that? Yeah. Next. Um, Lori said, Joel taking new clients on Patreon. Beginners, yes and yes. Yes. So the great thing about Joel's program, and you go to patreon.com slash Joel Gifford, is that you can scale it. So yeah. it can be intimidating. Everything's modifiable. It can be intimidating, but it's like, so don't do five sets. Do one. Don't do five exercises today. Do two. And then now you've got a bar to reach. That's and that's cool just part. like the, you know, the more like group stuff. I take on private clients where everything, like if you're right. brand new to working out, I'll create you a plan. Right meets your needs yeah but for ten dollars though i mean yeah then it, you can jump on like the weekly plans that go out and just modify yeah it. and it changes your life it really really does did you put up the video of you doing handstand push-ups yet for the first time i have tried it for the first time yeah it went Killing up on it. stories yeah oh I'll, you did put it up yeah really short i'll do it tomorrow maybe i'll make a longer one tomorrow when i first get there because i was exhausted i only pumped out three yeah maybe you'll make one you can put it up on our page yeah. Cool. Next. Bo, greetings from Oso and mom. Oso is adjusting well to his new home. We survived the invasion of bumblebees, oh, emergence of garter snakes, visits of deer, fox, chipmunks, and birds. It has been a busy learning experience. We stay home for distraction. My God, did you move into the zoo? Good job, Oso. Good job. Tammy, do you use an e-collar and prong at the same time? You can. I mean, well, you wouldn't use them at like the exact same moment, but you can... 
those are just training tools that can have technically different functions. Um, but yeah, you can you you can absolutely use them. But also, it's like let's fill in some blanks there, along with food and praise and leash and dog training. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's a lot. There's like a lot of different things in there. So yeah, we try to give dogs as much information as possible to just help them make better decisions, and then eventually you can start like taking certain things away. Um, but like someone will say, do I always have to use a, a remote collar? That's a common one. I'm like, well, if your dog's trained really well on recall and remote collar and your dog is off leash, like in the woods, why would you not have it on? Mm -hmm. Like, why, why would you not want that safety, you know, safety security blanket just in case, Yeah, just in case like that moose, coyote, deer, rabbit just happens to run by mm -hmm. next Erica, hi, J&J. Hope all is well with you and your families. Finally moved out this weekend and have already cracked down on a structure. My dog is just blossoming. Awesome. Having a friend over this weekend with her dog to work on squashing any and all territorial BS. Good for you, Erica. Proud Good job, of you. Erica. Good for you. Lisa, do you suggest a prong collar or regular choker? So I actually don't use chokers, so choke chains, which for some weird reason people are okay with, but I not know. prong collars. But a choke collar, which has been around since forever, you know, actually chokes the dog a choke if you take a choke chain and you stick it around your finger and it starts out that big it actually will go all the way down to your finger well it actually will think about that around a dog's neck but a prong collar doesn't do that a prong collar only goes down to a certain um uh, uh circumference and a prong collar the way it's designed is for a very very quick quick action it looks more barbaric but it's it's much of a, it's a much safer tool. It's a much safer tool. I also think it's hard to, for an owner to work with a choke chain mm -hmm. because you have, because it has to, you have to have like incredible Perfect impeccable timing, timing mm -hmm. and you have to have impeccable leash handling skills. And a lot of people will say, oh, if you use a prong collar only if you know how to use it correctly. Frankly, even if you used it a little bit wrong to a lot wrong, you're probably not going to hurt the dog. Yes. You, just, you just won't. You just won't. Next. Jordan, how can I teach my dog how to stop pulling on a leash? So, Jordan, number one, teach your dog how to properly heal. And we've got mm -hmm. free videos on our YouTube channel on that. Start out with um, helpful tools. So, we like prong collars. It's a very helpful tool for an owner that's struggling. And um, I've got a video on how to size it and how to introduce it and how to start using it. So, start right there. Next. This is such a good comment. Hopefully I don't mess it up with my terrible reading skills. Linda, reading skills are impeccable. I live in a condo and my dog's behavior has improved in so many ways after I bonked him. No more barking or lunging, growling. Wow. We stood about six feet away from neighbors twice last night and it had extended conversations. Wow. It was a great opportunity to reinforce sit-stay. Both neighbors were amazed at the changes. Awesome. Your advice and support have given me hope. I am more confident in leading him and he is consistently looking to me for direction. Incredible. On the tool that gets wow. us so much hate, we've changed Linda's life. And not just Linda, but times, you know, 100,000 people. And that just goes to show it's like people are like, they've got to really understand that when you properly apply a punisher, the shrapnel effect of good behavior you are going to have is just incredible. It's just incredible what you're going to have. Yeah. You know? It's just, it's, it's so incredible. And this is how paranoid haters get. Someone's going to think we paid her to put that question there. 
You do I realize know, that, right? I know. You do realize that. Yeah. Because people think that like we pay people to say nice things and like, yeah, like at, all of our, at our seminars paid. They're paid. Like the 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 cycle of like we actually pay people to come to the seminars. It's like, okay, I'm a conspiracy guy. <laughs> like 9-11, JFK, like I'm a conspiracy guy. But like the far reaches of conspiracy that they have, like makes them like at another level. Yeah. Another level. It's just so incredible. Yeah. It's just so incredible. Like, like what like what these people think. It's just like, where does this stuff come up from? Like, I haven't even seen that in the movies before. Like, that's not even like in books. Like, it's just like, wow, you're that, really reaching far. A lot of time to think about this. Stuff. They do. They really do. And the hate just is so deep seated. They just have to make up stuff that like sounds horrific. Allie, when bringing a new dog to a new setting. Okay, that she did say new twice. I'm like, why did I just say new twice? Okay, when bringing a, a new dog, when bringing a new dog to a new setting, should I bring treats and go back to basic obedience since she won't listen to me? Um, well, this is the thing. If your dog absolutely positively knows the command, then you wouldn't want to reward. You'd go to then correction for non-compliance of a known command. That's if you've done it like hundreds of times. But if we're talking like from going from outside to inside, you do have to sometimes take a step back. But there's Allie, there's always going to be um, there's always going to be new settings, right? Like everywhere you go is going to be sort of new. Like yeah. if, you, if you take your dog to enough places, like it's all going to be new. Like my dog doesn't do well with strangers. Like everybody that like walks by you is going to be a stranger. Like go to any busy area, there's always going to be like strangers yeah. or you know friends you just haven't met yet <laughs> you know so so <laughs> i mean it's like so i would just be like you know sit you know down outside you know so do it now next lisa what is an e-collar e-collar some people call them shock collars remote collars that's what an e-collar is so some people like the e-collar is like the cone of shame but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about literally about a remote collar which 90 plus percent of the information online is false about it. Um, uh, we've got some really, really great false, <clears throat> meaning like it, it, it like if they're bad for dogs, they're not bad for dogs at all. So that's one of the most wonderful communication tools out there. Next. Ellie, how do I stop whining with e-collar? So that's like, what that's going to be where you have to get really good at like, do you hit um, momentary? Do you hit uh, continuous? Do you hit... Um, uh, high numbers or low numbers? The answer is yes. You got to figure out what level and what's like the recipe that you need to um, uh, uh, um, uh, for your dog for your dog, and you'll know. And the dog will let the dog will let you know. The dog will let you know next. Cam, we went wrong when we started viewing them like babies instead of animals. Yo, back to when that dogs, was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So true. Yeah, fur babies. I feel like this is like. It is recent because even my generation growing up, like, and I'm young-ish, like, my parents did not treat dogs like babies. Like, family cookout, dogs go in the back, like, you're right. not, like, involved with everything. Right. Like, right. Christmas, right. dogs are put away. Like, they weren't, like... Well, I know that, like, 30 years ago... Like, and that was just you, in the 90s. You didn't, need, you didn't need a dog trainer unless you were doing, like, hunting or sport or, you know, some sort of task... But even like, you know, but phone? yeah, that's a phone. Yeah. So, but you didn't, you didn't need, you didn't need a family pet dog trainer because right. you used common sense and you right. weren't told what you were doing with social media is wrong. 
Yeah, it's true. You know, I think it's gotten worse with social media. Mm-hmm. That a lot, a lot, well, a lot of stuff have has. Yes. Ten dollar top chat from Demon Dog Buddy. Vet on Tuesday couldn't be inside. Vet said he was great, but screaming when his leg was touched. Even put his paws on the vet. No intention of biting. I do a full exam. He stands still. How to help? So yeah, you doing it and the vet doing it are two different things. So what I would do is, you know, one of the things is just muzzle up your dog, hand the leash over to your vet, and just let your like deal with the shrapnel effects. What you can also do is have multiple people with the dog muzzled up start handling the dog and do like fake vet visits, like stand there, touch all the different parts of the dog, use a stethoscope, lift up the tail, touch different parts of the dog, um, you know, take its leg, extend its leg a little bit, you know, listen to its heart rate, um, you know, you know, do things, do things like that. Next. Barista boy, your advice along with some other trainers I've combined and I really turned my dog around your Instagram and YouTube were a pillar of mine and my dog six, Success and progress. Thank you. Well, well, thank you, Barista Boy. It, and again, it's your hard work had a lot to do with it. Next. Chrissy, I'm always trying to keep my small dog from running out the front door. I try place and leashing her, but she pulls so crazy and usually manages to get out once a week. I'm lost. So what I would do, Chrissy, is I would, there's, you can do some um, threshold training. So what I would do is number one is set your dog up. So if it tries to run out the, run out the door, just give it a really, really firm, you know, leash pop. And then also be more aware. You have to even be more aware. And then definitely teach a better solid place command and role play the heck out of it. And just role play the heck out of it. And then have your dog on a back tie. So if it does get to the door or it gets, say, three feet, four feet away from place, it can't go out any farther. And then it gets, then it corrects itself. Can we do both those? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Jordan, how can I teach my dog how to stop pulling on a leash? Um, we yeah, we, I think already? we answered that. Yeah, that might be a duplicate. Uh, yeah. Angie, when using e-collar, should I say the word no before a correction or just the correction? Historically, yes, you should. Next. Barista boy soccer, said Joelle, laughing face, the meme. Oh, the world of make-believe. That's a classic. Mm. Hustle, soul, desire. I also worked with my first South African Borbell, and it was a great mm. day of training for her. Thanks to you two great people. Thank you very much for all you give yeah, us. Yeah, that, that's a dog. So, you know, that, that, that's one of those dogs where you can become better. Next. You pumped again? I got bumped. Wow. What the hell's going on? I don't know. Who was the last person we did? Yeah, right there. Nope. Yep. Yep. All right. Janine, how do I teach my dog to follow? He does heal, but I want to teach him to follow. Watch our spatial pressure video. Next. Hustle, soul, desire. I should have mentioned it's my cousin's Borabelle. Never met her before this morning, and it went great. Yeah, Thanks. it doesn't matter whose it is. You work with a dog, which is great. Awesome. Good job. Kathy, ugh, all my dogs get upset when any one dog gets in trouble. Shake my head. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah. It, it, if you say you say no to one dog, all the other dogs go, oh, shit, what did I do? Mm -hmm. Next. Barista boy, Jeff's neighbors are getting mortars from Lockheed Martin. Also, those tents, haha, huge part of my childhood. Yeah, I they're 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 out of control. Next. Demon dog buddy, I already read that one. Mavis, how to calm a dog down to clean his ears? He dragged my husband across the floor, oh, trying to run to his cage and hide from the ear cleaner. Yeah, that could be hard. So you want to desensitize the dog? There's a couple different ways you can do that. You can do a clicker food protocol and do light ear touching. Or you can just muzzle up the dog, hold it tight, clean its freaking ears, and then let it get away. And then be like, okay, well, I'm done cleaning your ears. This depends on like how bad they are. Like if you've got a dog that has to have eardrops in every night, say for instance, it's like 
I don't got time to counter condition this. It's right. like, I'm just gonna have to like hold you, put it in and like, you know, cause then you got to rub the ear, you do that. But for ear cleaning, like not too many dogs like ear cleaning. Um, but I, I, you can just hold your dog tight, muzzle it up and just clean its ears. Next. Um, Michael, good evening. Recently started on the e-collar. Would you wait on using it for correction? If so, how long? For obedience, absolutely. We take the dog through this whole program that we do. But for um, behavior, you don't need to. Like you actually can go like, my dog barks out the front window. Fine, correct it high. I'm still teaching the down command. Don't correct high. Like you can still use it for like stopping unwanted behaviors. My dog counter surfs. You can use it, but then you can go like softer, just like anything else. Like if I was teaching my dog the down command with say a food reward system, which is what we do here, by the way, but you're, you're jumping on the counter, I would correct you firmly for jumping on the counter. But like we go back to like, you know, kindergarten for teaching, you know, the down command next Nicole, hello, five pound schnauzer, barks at everyone outside. So get yourself a bonker, no, and then bonk. Watch my videos on how to make and use a bonker. It's eight o'clock, two more questions. Um, Cindy says, hi, thanks for all your advice. You're welcome. There's a nice compliment of you. We'll, start, we'll end at that. Where? Right there. Oh, Brianna, Joel <laughs> missed her ding, ding, ding oh. before those high oh, drive balls. I thought that was something, something else. I thought it was nice. High drive balls. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. All right, guys. I, I can't do it before. I never know when he's going to come out with something crazy. I don't, like I don't know either. Right. I'm just responding to the questions. All right, guys. We didn't get to all the questions today as we often don't because Joelle like, goes on these rampages. Yep. So, um, but it's a free show and we try to help out as much as we can. We do this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Also on the Patreon channel, there's a Q&A. You can always ask your questions there. That's a good way to get your questions answered. And then I do one-on-one -on -one consults. And there's a lot of questions we didn't get to. And I apologize. Jeff Gelman, Asali Canine Training, and Joelle. And we'll talk to you all on Friday. Take care. Bye-bye. Good night. Love you.